Hello, and welcome to the Forensic Science Podcast. I'm Benji, and today I'll be interviewing two scientists from Forensic Access Group to find out what forensic science is and what their day-to-day work consists of. Hello, my name's Caroline Crawford. I'm a forensic biologist. And I'm James Holding, and I'm a, a forensic chemist, and I'm also a lab manager here at Forensic Access. Thank you very much for inviting us to speak on your podcast. My first question for you is what does work in forensic science involve? So my job as a forensic scientist uh, is twofold. I have a specialism in footwear examinations, so I will look at people's shoes and try and compare those to to the scenes of crime. So where we've we've got crime, we've got footwear marks recovered from them. Uh, we'll, We'll do examinations to see if they match. And the other part I do is fingerprint recovery. So that's taking lots of different items that may have been at a crime scene, uh, whether they be small things like a a can of Coke or or bigger things such as uh, a wall and trying to use different chemicals that we could find uh, to see if their fingerprints can can be recovered from them. So lots of different chemicals, lots of technical light sources and things that we'd use to do that. So I'm a forensic biologist, which means we look at the biological aspects of forensic forensic science. So we might look out for blood, we might look out for saliva, and we certainly spend a lot of our time looking at DNA profiles. And those body fluids really can put somebody in a place. So we could find somebody's DNA at a crime scene or on a victim, or for example, saliva, we might know that somebody has drunk from a can or spat on somebody. Um, and obviously blood, if somebody's been hurt, we could find their blood and match their DNA to it and know it's come from them. The other thing we can tell about blood is how it got there and what might have happened at the scene of a crime, which is really interesting. Now I know what you do, the next thing I want to find out is why you chose to become a forensic scientist. Actually, I never particularly wanted to be um, a DNA scientist or forensic scientist in advance. I really wanted to do genetic counselling. And when I finished my university degree, which is in genetics, um, my dad showed me a job article for a forensic scientist and I decided that I would just send my CV off, ask for a job and see what they said. And luckily enough for me, they gave me an interview, um, decided they liked what I said and, and gave me the job and then I was trained on the job. So the reason I got into forensic science, I was a marine biologist originally and um, I took the opportunity to use my skills as a scientist to, to help people really, it was, it was, it was a big factor. I love being part of the, the justice system and being able to help people affected by crime, whether that's by catching the people who did it or making sure that people who are suspected of it, if they didn't do it, the evidence is there to show that as well. So I love being part of, the, uh, part of our communities and helping, helping solve crime basically. It's really interesting to hear how you ended up in this field. Another thing I'd like to know, which equipment do you require when solving your cases? So the equipment I use in my forensic work, uh, we've got lots of specialist ovens that we use to help develop finger marks and cabinets that that fume super glue and things to, to recover marks. Um, but my favourite bits are our light sources. We have very specialist torches that shine very, very specific colours of light and we can use those to help try and find invisible fingerprints on items. 
Uh, we sit in a dark room with our with little goggles on to help us see through th- with the torches, and we use these light sources to help us find finger parts, and and that's one of my favourite parts of pieces of equipment. So rather than equipment in biology, we um, do what we would call body fluid testing. So we might use chemical tests to test for the presence of saliva. We would use um, a fatty bass test, which tests for amylase um, to, u- to test the blood. We would use a Castlemayer test, which um, turns a different colour in the presence of blood. So rather than using lots and lots of equipment, we would use these different chemical tests to help us work out what body fluid is present. Um, we do use some equipment, so we would use microscopes to look for specific cells, and we'd use pipettes to measure measure the chemicals and the body fluids. But on the most part, it's it's more chemical testing rather than equipment. I think I'd quite enjoy using all these different tests. How would you describe a normal day working as a forensic scientist? I'm really fortunate in that there is no typical day. Uh, a lot of my day is spent in front of a computer street screen and I read witness statements from from um, victims or witnesses to crime and I try and use that information in my interpretations. I might spend some time looking at photographs of blood staining. Um, I go to different companies and I help them out with their work and I sort of check what they're doing before, before the evidence goes off to court. I uh, spend time in the lab doing some testing myself and I spend a lot of time um, just speaking to our customers, so a lot of solicitors, and also writing reports to go to court. And obviously at the end of all of that, we, we will go to court to help the jury understand what the evidence actually means. And I can I can do all of those in one day, or I can, you know, I can spend a whole day writing a report and do something different the next day. So, so each day is different. So my average day, well, the first thing about forensic science is there is no such thing as an average day. We never know what's going to happen. We have to react to what's going on in the world, to crimes occurring. So we never know really what's going to happen. But the one thing that is a guarantee is that my day starts with a cup of tea. After that, we we will be, I might be examining pieces of paper for footwear marks to see see what they, they found, or I might be using lots of different chemicals and specialist uh, equipment to recover fingerprints from various items so we can try and identify who's handled them. Um, There's lots of different things like that, but the one thing we can be sure of is we never know until we get into work that day what we're going to face. My next question is, what is the hardest case you've ever had to deal with? So, my hardest case, oh... Now, many come to mind, a lot of technical cases. I think one of the hardest ones I ever worked on was actually a burglary of a bakery where the burglar had trodden in an apple pie and we had to make a cast uh, from the apple pie to then try and match the, the, the shoes to the, to, the, to the pie, which is quite a tricky process, a bit of a messy one. Uh, but we did actually manage to get a pattern out of there and match the, match the shoes of the burglar to the pie. Which is, so that was it was quite a tricky one, but yeah, one of my favourites as well, that one. So a few years ago, I um, worked on a murder case from London where a man was found um, in his bedroom. And we did a lot of body fluid testing and a lot of DNA testing to try and work out who else had been in his bedroom with him. The problem is the man had lots of different friends who he saw and he socialised with a lot so we ended up finding lots and lots of different people's DNA profiles 
And unfortunately, there were so many that we couldn't tell which of those DNA profiles might have come from a suspect and which might have just come from the, the man hanging around with during the day. So that, that was very difficult. And years later, we still don't have a suspect for that case. My final question for you before we conclude is what is your favourite aspect about your job? So the, the two things I really like, one is the variation, so every day is different. Some days I sit and I look at lots and lots of wit witness statements about what's happened in a case. Other days I look at photographs from a scene or might even attend the scene to see what the blood patterns are showing us. Um, this morning I spent some time teaching crime scene investigators about blood staining and this afternoon I actually did a talk with some barristers on forensic science. So every day is different really, um, which I really enjoy. So my favourite part of the job, uh, it's probably probably the same for a lot of people, and it's, it's basically it's the feeling you get when you make a discovery in a case that you know really is going to be crucial to helping solve it. Uh, it could be um, finding the footwear match that, that shows an individual uh, or a pair of shoes as, as was definitely at the crime scene, or it could be getting some finger marks that, that show that somebody wasn't or was or wasn't at the crime scene. Uh, but either way, they're, they're equally important, and it's that real, that's a real buzz you get from knowing that you've found some evidence that's going to be really, really important to solve the case. Thank you for your time and for joining me today. It's been really interesting to hear about what you do. So we've really enjoyed being part of your, your podcast. Thank you very much for inviting us to take part. Uh, we hope you uh, all do really well in your studies, and perhaps, who knows, we've, we might have a future forensic scientist amongst you. Yep, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. And finally, thank you to everyone who's tuned into this podcast. I really hope you've learned something new about forensic science.